Welcome to the podcast for St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School Sherman Center that's in Random Lake, Wisconsin, north of Milwaukee and south of Sheboygan. We're pleased to share with you recent sermons and Bible classes from our congregation. We welcome you to join us for Divine Service Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We have Bible classes currently offered at 8.15 a.m. on Sunday. Join us to receive the Lord's Word and His gifts. Good morning. This is Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. Glad to have you with us here today, and it's my joy to share with you our daily meditation and prayer we call the Congregation at Prayer. This week is Lent 5, or Utica, which means judge me. It comes from the intro from yesterday, from Sunday. Um, also, uh, Utica is the beginning of what's called Passion Tide. So for the next two weeks, we'll be especially remembering our Lord's passion, his suffering, his burial, his death, or burial, burial, excuse me, comes after death, and his resurrection and ascension uh, on Easter. A uh, special welcome to those who are gathered uh, by phone or throughout the world via the internet. We're glad to have you with us, uh, especially during this time of pandemic uh, and being safer at home. Hopefully, um, as God has promised, his word will comfort you. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 75. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wonderful deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth totters, and all its inhabitants, it is who keep steady its pillars. I say to the boastful, do not boast, and to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high, or speak with haughty neck. For not from the east or from the west, and not from the wilderness comes lifting up. But it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup with foaming wine, well mixed, and he pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. But I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our memory verse for this week is from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Say it with me. Jesus said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. Let's say it again. Jesus said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me.
For our catechism, we have commandments 4 through 10, the second table of the law, and then from the table of duties of civil government from Romans 13, 1 through 4. It seems to me, especially at this time, uh, it is worth our consideration. Again, this was uh, chosen back in August for our <laughs> reading for today, but uh, for our catechism memorization, I should say, uh, but it is especially appropriate as we are of course, uh, recognizing the authority of our government to protect its citizens and to protect us even from one another during a time of pandemic. We confess the commandments. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Now, of civil government. Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against God, or what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and he will commend you. For he is God's servant to do you good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is God's servant, an agent of wrath, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. There ends our catechism. For our readings today, uh, I'm going to read it in the other order than what we've been doing here um, on this daily devotion. It is as it's listed on our prayer guide with a narrative and then a second reading. And I think uh, this is helpful. You'll hear how the second reading from the Old Testament confesses the truth of what happens in the gospel. A reading from John 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now, when he had said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled, which he spoke, of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? 
Then the detachment of troops and the captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. And they led him away to Annas first, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who kept the door said to Peter, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers who made a fire of coals stood there, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple where the Jews always meet, and in secret I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Indeed, they know what I said. And when he had said these things, one of the officers who stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Do not answer the high priest like that. Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas the high priest. Now Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Therefore they said to him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of him whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter then denied it again, and immediately a rooster crowed. There ends the reading. And our second reading is from Lamentations chapter 3. Remember my affliction and roaming, the wormwood and the gall. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it on him. Let him not, or put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give, or put, excuse me, let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. There ends the reading. Again, what a beautiful reading to have appointed uh, in this time. He does not afflict willingly nor grieve 
the children of men. He will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. Very good. So now we continue, as we do each day, by considering uh, the narrative reading, the gospel text from St. John, uh, with time of catechesis, questions and answers. And again, this is a little hard to do over the internet if you haven't joined us before, uh, because I ask questions and uh, I expect you to kind of answer out loud (laughs) on your end, but I can't hear you. So uh, if not, uh, just wait patiently for the answer. Where did Jesus go on the way out of Jerusalem? We see this in verse 1. He went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron. Who else went this way? If you're taking notes at home, look at 2 Samuel 15, 23 through 26. And that's the account of David fleeing from Absalom across the brook Kidron. Where did Jesus go? Again, verse 1, to a garden. What is the significance of a garden in John's gospel? This one might be a little bit tricky, but think about, um, John actually begins his gospel this way. In the beginning was the word, And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The account of creation, John chapter 1. It is the first garden where man fell into sin. What did the group coming... um, out for Jesus, what did they bring with them? What did they carry? Verse 3, they came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus' answer to their question, "Who, whom are you seeking? And then he says, they say, Jesus of Nazareth. Then he says, I am he. Well, that's not the best translation. <laughs> We've talked about this in our uh, Bible study on Sunday mornings with the Gospel of John, um, that this is the divine name. Jesus said to them, I am. Now, why would that be important? Jesus is identifying himself here with the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. This was the name that he gave even Moses, um, when, he, when he asked, what, what shall I tell the people? Whom shall I say sent me? And he says, I say, I am sent you. What happened when he spoke those words, I am? Verse 6, they drew back and fell to the ground. What important truth then do we learn about Jesus' suffering in the next part? Well, he willingly goes to suffer. He went with them so that he could bear the suffering. And for more on this, you can go look at John 10. Maybe I'll do that quickly for you. John 10, verses 17 and 18, where Jesus said, Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, 
that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to, excuse me, take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. You see, he goes willingly to his suffering. This is an essential truth. Jesus is not being suffered. He's not suffering unwillingly, but this is according to his will, or at least the Father's will, especially. What important teaching, for those of you following along at home, in verses 8 and 9, what is the important teaching of the gospel? I'll read it again. I have told you that I am. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Jesus asked that they release his followers and take him instead. This reminds us that Jesus suffered the punishment for our sin, that we may be set free. Romans and Galatians 2. Who drew the sword? <laughs> of course, Simon Peter. And what did he do? He cut off the right ear of the high priest's servant. What was that servant's name? Recorded uniquely here in John. Malchus. In verse 11, what cup is Jesus talking about? Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my Father has given me? This is the cup of God's wrath, which we, we heard uh, God pouring the, his wrath uh, into a cup to make the wicked drink it. We heard that in Lamentations. Um, also in Isaiah 51, the suffering servant song, um, consider these verses. Isaiah 51, 17, Awake, awake, stand up, O Jerusalem, you who have drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury. You have drunk the dregs of the cup of trembling and drained it out. And then in verse 22, Thus says your Lord, the Lord your God, the Lord and your God, who pleads the cause of his people, quote, See, I have taken out of your hand the cup of trembling, the dregs of the cup of my fury. You shall no longer drink it. What did they do in verse 12 when they arrested Jesus? All right. They bound him. Uh, now think, why would they have bound him? Especially think of Sunday's, let's pass Sunday's uh, Old Testament lesson from Genesis 22 with Abraham and Isaac. What did Abraham do to Isaac? That's right. He bound Isaac uh, and laid him upon the altar as sacrifice. To whom did they take Jesus to first? His name is Annas. And who is Annas? We see this in uh, verse 13. The father-in-law of Caiaphas, who is the high priest that year. Of course, who is the actual high priest? Yes, that's right. Jesus. Why is this statement in verse 14 then so important to fulfill the Old Testament? Verse 14, now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. Well, there you go. The anointed high priest proclaimed the necessity 
of one man, Jesus, dying for the sins of all the people. <laughs> Little did he know that he spoke the truth. Then he carried out the sacrifice by having Jesus crucified. So here Caiaphas is serving as a faithful high priest, even though in his heart he has only malice and wickedness. Who followed Jesus then? Alone? Well, two here, Simon Peter, along with another disciple, verse 15. Who was the other disciple? Here I hold the classic view that the disciple whom Jesus loved, or the another disciple, unnamed disciple in John's gospel, is John the Evangelist himself. How did John get entry into um, the courtyard, gain access there? It says that disciple was known to the high priest. Where was Peter standing? Peter stood outside at the door, but the other disciple arranged to have him brought in. What does the servant girl ask St. Peter? If he's one of this man's disciples. And Peter responds, of course, I am not. What does Peter then do? Because it's cold. Of course, move to the fire to warm himself with the servants and officers. Now we skip back in the scene. It bounces back and forth um, in this story. We go back to Jesus and, uh, and Caiaphas again. Why did Jesus say that he had taught nothing in secret? That's what he says to the high priest. I spoke openly to the world. In secret I have said nothing. Verse 20. This is very important compared to uh, many of the world religions and also uh, what are called secret societies. He didn't come to form a secret society. He didn't come or reveal a secret knowledge. Um, but the essential truth of the Christian faith is that it is public. It's publicly proclaimed. And, of course, Jesus dies in public uh, with eyewitness. And thus, he comes to publicly proclaim that he is the fulfillment of the Old Testament scriptures for all men. That's what he said every time. What is interesting about Jesus' comments in verse 21 in view of Jesus den or Peter's denial? Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard me what I said to them. Indeed, they know what I said. <laughs> Meanwhile, in this whole context of the gospel, we have Peter in another setting, well, right outside in the courtyard, denying Jesus, being asked who Jesus was and what he had said and denying him at the same time. But later, Peter, of course, will be appointed by Jesus. Um, Feed my sheep, Jesus says to Peter. And, uh, and of course, that's Peter's job is to publicly proclaim to the world as he does and even dies uh, for his faith. To whom did Annas send Jesus? All right, now Annas to the high priest, Caiaphas. And what did the people with Peter ask him? Again, are you a disciple of Jesus? Peter's answer again is, verse 25, I am not. And now we have uh, this Malchus character, and now a relative of Malchus show up. And what did the relative ask? Did I not see you in the garden with him? So what is interesting about the first two denials and the reference to a garden in the third question? See you in the garden with him. 
Jesus said, I am in the garden, right? Peter quickly denied the I am with the words, I am not, I am not. Although Adam's denial was in a garden, Peter's was near a fire as a sign of judgment. What did Peter do in response to the third inquiry about his relationship with Jesus? He denied it again. And what happened next? Immediately the rooster crowed. Uh, Here's a meditation on this text. John reminds us that Jesus is the son of David, who was rejected in much the same way as the first David. Even as Absalom rebelled against his father, so also the chief priests and the Pharisees rebelled against the father. Judas betrayed Jesus like Ahithophel, who had counseled Absalom. Peter's denial was like the momentary defection of Hushai, whose counsel would undo Absalom in the end. Again, go read, go read Second um, Samuel for more on that. The Son of David is also the eternal Son of God, whose name is I Am. One last time in the Gospel, John clearly identified Jesus with the with the God of the burning bush, whom Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob worshipped. Though he could have prevented his arrest, the Lamb of God willingly let them lead him away to suffering and death because he willed to save us. Caiaphas spoke of the proper sacrifice as the high priest should. It was Caiaphas who would offer up Jesus to be crucified and so declare him to be the final atoning sacrifice for sin. In this way, Jesus became the one man who died for the people. There ends our devotion. Our hymn for this week is Christ the Life of All the Living. And uh, I'd urge you um, at home to this week to work on memorizing stanzas one, excuse me, stanzas one and stanzas five. Here, I'll highlight those to remind you. All right. But we'll sing the whole thing today. and stripes are cruel well wrought in hand
We continue by confessing together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Pray the collect for this week for Utica. Oh, excuse me. This is the collect from last week. Hold on one second. (laughs) Let me pull it up. I'll have to just pray it uh, for you. I knew I forgot one thing today. Everyone makes a mistake here and there. (laughs) All right. The collect for Utica is... Ah, there it is. All right. We'll put that over here. All right. Let us pray. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray for faith to live in the promises of holy baptism. for vocations and daily work, for the unemployed, for the salvation and well-being of our neighbors, for our schools, our homeschools, our colleges and seminaries, and for good government and peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And we pray Luther's morning prayer. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org that's stjohnrandomlake.org slash support and give today.